You're listening to the podcast for grain merchandisers by grain merchandisers. Join us in our good humored attempt to serve as a voice of reason in an industry fraught with misconceptions and half truths. And now, from deep in America's heartland, this is the Elevator's Cut. Welcome back to another episode of The Elevator's Cut. I'm one of your hosts, Jason Wheeler. And I'm the other host of the time, Roger Gaddis. All right. We're we're glad to be back after our uh after our extra long episode. We promise not to do that to you guys for a, at least another year. Well, there's multiple harvests every year. <clears throat> yeah. But fall's a big one. Big time. That's true. That's your South America. That's when the harvest moon comes out. That's how you you know. You know, the moon, the moon is it's not gonna come out at the wrong time, except when it does. What's it doing like in the middle of the day? You'll see the moon out there. It's like, dude, come it the sun is very like prompt. Like we know the sunrise, sunset, like it's gonna be doing what it's supposed to do. The moon just be like, what are you? The sun's got to be like, what's going on up there? We just up in up in the skies, the daytime. And it's like, ah, oh, sorry, man. Yes, I'll go back. He's like, well, you can't go back now. You're already up here. Yeah, just stay. Sorry, we'll cut all this. No, this is good. This this leads to my next point about DP rates. <laughs> okay, tell how, me more. how do they do? How are they doing this year specifically? It's like the scene. The half moon during the daytime in the sky. It ain't right. But is it? But not? we've we've seen it before. That's right. So, you know. And so this year, DP rates are like seeing a full moon in the daytime. Okay. It's finally everything in the world is right. People are charging 20 cents per month on DP grain this year in the Eastern Corn Belt. Specifically, Ohio. I am now a fan of the state of Ohio for this reason. Roger, I have been told you can't do something like that. And I, I have been the one telling people. <laughs> you, you can't do it. You can't like, that's the thing with, uh, so you can analyze your fees. Like, uh, so I'm an elevator. I know if I buy this grain right now at harvest, if the basis is real low and what I anticipate, like I'll make this margin. So if I let somebody, not price it and I don't get to own the basis what I got to charge them. Well, you got to charge them 65 cents. You can't get away with that. By God. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the caveat is any elevator around St. Louis has always been able to do this, but in most other areas, not so much, specifically the West. We still got to work on the Western Corn Belt. These guys, come on, we're we're still in the single digits on DP fees. We got to get out of that. But right now, the East, Ohio specifically, God bless them. They are charging appropriately for their space. It's like surge pricing with Uber. You know, when nothing's going on and you want to get around town, you know, it costs a little bit. When T swizzles in the house and everybody's needing to get to Arrowhead to watch, it costs an arm and a leg. Yeah. Guess what? T-Swizzle is in the house <laughs> in the Eastern Corn Belt this year with Corn Harvest. Hot dog. It is costing you some some skin to stay in that game. Yes, sir. So, and this, so this is the big deal. It grew a big crop in the, in the Eastern Corn Belt. They actually had good growing conditions. 
I know most everywhere it was a disaster, right? But it heard. was better than expected over there is what I'm hearing. Okay. That's good. But anyways, big, big crop, low basis. What does that mean? It means space is more valuable than ever. If you've got it, you should. And so this is commercial farm. Doesn't matter. If you got space, it's extremely valuable. Now, how commercials captured, of course, is through basis. So there's a real low basis. There's some carry in the market. Interest is sucks, but you know, you pay it. You it does suck, there. but that's right. <laughs> but the, yeah. So uh th- there's a lot of value if you have space uh that, that you can put it in. Now on the farm side, if a lot of guys will see that and say, hmm, big premium, they charge a bunch of money. I don't have to pay that. Look how much money I'm already making just not paying 20 cents a month by putting it in my bin. I'll put it in my bin and uh, we'll wait till the cash rolls in. So is that the the right way to go about how do you, as a farmer, how are you going to capture that? We know elevators take bases, but what do farmers do? It's the don't? same thing. It's the same. You got to sell. You got to sell something. You got to sell. So the, the elevators are selling it? Yeah, they're selling the spread. They're selling the you got to take advantage of a carry. You got to sell it. That's, that's it. That's whether yeah, you're ele- an elevator with spreads or the farmer with cash sales deferred, whatever, you know, the carry doesn't matter if you don't sell it. Mm. Well, the they're selling uh, a price, right? So an elevator buys the grain sells futures. Mm-hmm. And now, like you said, you can pick up that carry, you can get basis improvement, all that stuff. But, um, Farmers got to do the same thing. They don't have to necessarily have a futures account. Right, right, right. It's cash. Uh, they, they, can, cash. they can sell a deferred sale. But if you got a futures account, you can sell futures right. ahead. You got to take advantage of that big. The market is paying space with big carries and big basis appreciation. And you have to convert yourself to that side of things to take advantage of it. And so if you leave yourself open on the price then you can't take advantage of that of that basis and right. spread or can you tell me no no you can't no no it's it's there's no the, nothing's done how, how do you how do you have a starting point when nothing's happened right where are you going if you haven't started yet it doesn't make sense well so like it, so i look at uh, I look at the price right now that I can get spot bid and say it's 447. And I that's okay. But I look at the JFM sale I can make and it's 530. So I'm just gonna put it in my bins and wait until that 530. Tell me where I'm wrong. You should put in your bin and sell at 5.30, then deliver when you get there. Right. Wait on delivery. Don't wait on pricing. Right. And so exactly because, you know, we talk about down escalators or whatever people want to say, but eventually you can get out there and the price will be 4.02 in JFM. No one knows what the price is going to be. It may be, you know, $8. I don't don't know. Probably not, but it could be. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) $8. Buy my newsletter. Um, Anyways. But yeah, you got to sell. So right now, your bins are worth if if there's an eighty cent difference, your bins are worth eighty cents. But the only way you can get that eighty cents is to make that deferred right. sale, right. Uh, and you can do it by selling it straight to somebody who's got that bid, or just hedging it yourself, and then you, and it, then 
and you, you want to hear, you so. know, if, if a producer's listening to this and their, their elevator's charging 20 cents a month for, for DP or something, you know how you get a, around that? Tell me. You sell a grain. Yeah, so they won't, they you won't get charge zero you. charge. They won't charge you for DP if you don't so do. You pretty DP. well put that twenty cents in your pocket by just selling. Think about it. So it times however many months it would take, and all the interest you're saving. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Just be done with this. Has been probably this crop year, specifically corn, beans, probably somewhere in there too. But the costliest crop to. If the crop has not been sold ahead of time, this has been the costliest crop for waiting since at least 2013 or ever. The difference in 2013 was the interest was a fourth of what it is now. Yeah. So you've got, since the summer, futures have tanked, basis is tanked, interest is up, fees are up. This has cost the producer so much money, dollars, by not forward contracting. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. And, and this is that year too. And, you know, cherry picking, yes. But this is that year too, where even if you didn't grow a crop, you'd have been better off for contracting something back in the summer. Even yeah. if you had this point where you can't deliver stuff, you could buy it in, you could roll it to somewhere else, you could buy it from a neighbor, whatever. This is the textbook year of this is why you forward contract. Yeah. And that's why they design crop insurance the way they do. Right. To give you confidence to do that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what's going to happen is, uh, you know, people will, the masses will take to Facebook GMD and air their grievances and spout off this theories of what's really happening. Let's face it. There's always something really. Happening. It has to do, there's an election next year and they're doing something. To and make you know, there was an election three years ago. They're still doing stuff for that. I think Ed, it's and four years prior to that. It's unbelievable. This is, it's a ball that never quits rolling. And Ben salesman. Look out. They're on the prowl. Because when years like this, what happens? I should have had space. I, God dang it. Put it in bin and make money. I could and Ben made. Salesman will say, that's exactly right. So, yeah, they will say, all right, look at this 85 cents you could have made by putting it in your bins right now. Let's disregard the $2 you uh, didn't get yeah, by yeah, not that, selling early. A, that ship's already sailed. Let's <laughs> you could have sold early and made an extra $2, but we, we all can see how you could put it in a bin now and make it 80 cents, right? <laughs> so let's assume we would be able to do that every year from now on, 80 cents, guaranteed. Sign here, please. And, uh, you know, it's it's like the uh, the solar panels for your roof, you know? Not my maybe, roof. Maybe, I don't know. Those guys come to my, knock on my door really? all the time. Yeah, it's crazy. You got to put one of those no soliciting. They're like, if you there. finance it and the governments will pay you and maybe you can sure these sell things. Jehovah witnesses? They could be. Oh. They always do have suits. Well, there you go. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> but anyways, so I just I just argue with them. I said, well, about that the uh, black sun I always hear about. Is it so Flat earth people. He's raised. Yeah, <laughs> and be like, what's happening? So the the big the bigger DP fees, and you know, obviously twenty cents a month is an extreme example, but they it's there not to they don't. I bet you the people that have those fees, I don't really want DP. So shocking surprise, 
they probably want to make it so unpalatable you'll do something else, whether it's bases only or sell, which makes perfect sense. Another thing that's happening this year is that we've got a renewed resurgence. Is that is that too many re's? No. Of minimum price contracts, which is simply selling the grain and you know paying to stay in the futures market for some given amount of time. The the easy course is usually to you know tie like a march call option to it, and then you can participate in any rallies that may happen. If you really believe that we're going to do some you know rocket works with the price here after harvest, um, and it costs as much or sometimes less than DP storage out through this, you know, say the end of February, same time frame. Yeah. Even if it costs a little more, you've got a floor thing. You, right. you, you've Some established protection. a floor. DP, you've established nothing other than you're paying rent uh, with right. no you, guarantee. You get end up paying 20 cents a month for three months and then the price being lower than when you started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of the And that's the thing with minimum prices. People say, well, you know, calls expire worthless. And Well, they do. So sell it. So sell it. So, <laughs> but the thing is minimum price contracts always work. If it, if it goes up after you do it, you get a little gravy on top when you, you, you know, you sell that. If the market just falls out of bed after you did a minimum price, well, look at you, winner. You sold your crop before the market tanked. Exactly. You, this People thing works every that. time. Yeah. Just like Sex Panther, every time. 60% of the time, it works every time. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, no, it's true. The, the call thing is, I mean, most of the time it's, it's a, it's an added cost for sure, but at least you're getting to the protection. If you're not going to sell anyways, get something out for that money. Cause the, the 20 cents a month, you're not, all you're getting is time for the market to do anything, including go down. You know, if you're going to buy time, you may as well buy it in a way that, it, that you're protected from mm-hmm. the downside. Yeah, I get that. So you've been talking to people some about this. How does it compare price-wise? What are we seeing option price? I think in the low 30s, again, just to March. And why March? Because it's the cheapest. And when you, if you're going to have a rally in the futures market, it's always going to be more pronounced in the nearby month. Um, so those are the reasons why. Uh, but it's been running in that mid low to mid thirties range, I think for Natha money, uh, March call. So, you know, if yeah, you figure it's, good. you know, October, so November, the, December, January, February, there's five months. Gets you to the end of February. So if yeah. you're DP, if you're being charged DP six to seven cents at the elevator, that's about the same price. That's crazy. Yeah. So you can pay the same amount and not have a floor, or you can pay the same amount, not only have a floor, get paid, Right. Stop interest. Exactly. Collect interest, whatever, and still be in the market. It always makes pretty good sense with corn just yeah. about every year because it's, you know, based on interest rates and, and all that stuff. Um, beans is harder to make it make sense uh, usually because beans has more volatility and it's a higher more expensive base cost, whereas the DP fees, you know, are not two and a half times mm-hmm. more for beans than they are for corn. They're about the same. Yeah. Maybe a, a penny or two different yeah. here, there, but, um, but yeah, but the option prices, they yeah. are that much yeah. more. And, you know, back to the bin thing, bins are great. They help you logistics and, and, and when used properly work great, you know, the, the, 
the appreciation and price should go to the owner of the space, whether it's the farmer space or the elevator, you know, whoever owns the space, they should get the appreciation. <clears throat> and there's a lot of places, especially on the river this year with beans, where there's a huge spread in the in the basis just from now, say harvest till December, January. So absolutely take advantage of that. But again, if you don't sell it while it's there, that spread is not guaranteed to be there just for you waiting. You know, that's the thing. Use them, use bids, that's fine. Use space, but actively use it. Don't just passively stick it in there and store and ignore and see what happens. I mean, you can. I mean, I'm not your mother. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And that, that's another thing with with uh, putting it in your own bins. You, you need to keep it in condition, especially if it's going to be there real long, you know, or you, you, know, you, you got to do all stuff. But the, um, with beans, if you're going to put beans in a bin, I mean... If you if don't. it shrinks too much, <laughs> don't do that. I mean, Just don't do so twelve dollar beans. Let's say, I mean, uh, if it shrinks a percent too much on you, I mean, that's twelve cents a bushel. You know, so it it can it can really really add up if you're not here. So I was going to ask you, Roger, to the mentality of, and we've seen it this year because we had poor growing conditions. Uh, in a lot of areas, there were people worried about how do we didn't get enough rain, didn't get the right time, was it too late, all that stuff. And a lot of guys with grain on farm, corn, let's say, or, um, they because of growing conditions, where the crop doesn't look as good out there, I got to hold my corn and my bins from last crop longer than normal. Why is I that? Well, not, that's a thing out we, there. I know. And, and you, I don't know. And you, when you brought that up the first time here a while back, it, it, I have no idea. I don't understand it. If I, if I've got like animals to feed and I'm worried about, well, yeah, yeah, that's it, I get that. But for the most part, if you've got high prices and grain in case. a bin, what compels someone to wait longer? It's, it, I mean, it's it's a gamble thing. Obviously, it's just, let's let's see. Yeah, I mean, happens. if you think price, because uh, prices are rather, but I don't get the sense that I got to wait longer because prices are going to go up. Right, right, right. It's I got to wait longer because I might not have a crop this fall. Yeah. Well, huh? So that you can sell at harvest lows. I don't. Yeah. In some places, it may be I'll send it off in that quick ship transition period when people sure. are running out and get it, but that never happens either. What if, what if this, I built this bin because I'm going to make all this money from having grain in it. So I don't want to get to harvest and not have grain to put in or else it wouldn't make me money anymore. It would stop making me money. My mind so I gotta, just exploded. I got to make sure there's still grain in there so it can continue to make money because prices only go up by my newsletter. Where should I send my $17? <laughs> but no, but... Every year, and it's, it's very interesting that 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 mindset is out there. I guess you call it a mindset, that Kool-Aid, whatever you want to call it, to do this thing. Just hold it forever. It's like a depression era thing. Like, yeah, I, I just don't get it. You know, we get to March, April, Give May. Give up $2 on the board since harvest, but you picked up, you know, 50 cents on the basis at the very end. After Honestly, all the yeah, and I don't even think it's a, um, I, the sense I get, maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong a lot in my life. Um, yeah. And I continue. But uh, I, I get that it's more of a sense of just physical 
having physical grain than it is a, a commentary on what the market's going to Oh, it's an emotional tie. Yeah, because I feel like it's like, oh, man, we, you know, we got got planted real good, got off to a real good start. We didn't get good rains. I'm going to go ahead and let some of this old crop go. You know yeah. what? We, we had this conversation with some of our team, you know, this past week about the, the, the producer mentality on some things. And we got to the point of like, you can explain at the elevator, you can explain to your farmer customers that come in, why basis is where it at. You can show them the math. Here's where I can sell. Here's backing off my freight. Here's my handling margin. Here, here's the bid. You can explain why DP fees are 20 cents a month. And you can show them. Here's the spreads. Here's the bid difference. I have to gain this in the bid. They don't care about the math behind the why of where basis is or fees. They just don't want to deal with it. They don't want to hear about low basis. They don't want to hear about high fees. They don't care. I, you I can agree. explain it till you're blue in the face. It doesn't matter. They don't want to deal with it. Obviously, the, the way not to have dealt with that was to sell ahead, but that's that time is gone. Yeah, I mean, I... I sympathize that. I, I think they're right because I mean, if I go into like a, uh, that's your car, problem. If, yeah. If I go into a car dealership and they're like, I can't sell you that car. Cause I got this much in it. I don't care what you got. Exactly. It, it. It's not worth that. This is what I'll offer you. Take it or leave it. Like I don't, don't tell, like, I don't care. I don't care how much under over MSRPs or, you know, mm -hmm. Kelly blue books. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Here's what I'm willing to pay. I've looked at other places. I know about what it's worth. And I think this is what it's worth. If you don't want it, that's fine. If you don't want to take my, my see, that's, that's where that diverges. Yeah. The idea is you, Mr. Elevator have to take my grain. <laughs> you need this. Well, some cases, yes. Sometimes like this year in Ohio, probably not because yeah. it's, there's so much coming at them. Yeah. And people, like you said, it goes back to getting emotionally tight. You don't want migraine? No, I don't want any more grain because I'm full. And I don't want to turn and burn this stuff because basis is junk. I mean, all the reason, no one wants to hear the reasons. They just yeah. want, take get me dumped and out of here and give me a good price and the hell with everybody else. Right. I don't want to really admit that, but that's what it comes down to. Yeah, by God, that's what it should come down to. You're right. Yeah, America. Here, here's what it is. Here's what they and 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 if I need it, my bid will reflect how much. Exactly. I so I mean, you should. It's kind of like you know, trying to eat more when you're already stuffed. Take yeah. this. Clean that plate. I don't want it right now. I'm gonna throw it at you, or throw up. Either way. I'll want it in the, you know, tomorrow for supper. Yeah, I'll eat that, but not now. Get it out of my face. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, didn't you have a good analogy to uh, gastric bypasses or something? Yeah, I did. Well, I assume it what was. was it it might have been terrible. Our uh, our Australian buddy, uh, Andy Tasker, said it was a good analogy on Twitter. So I'll take that as a compliment. He's a banker. He's smart. Buddy. What was it? Could you? Uh, you know, Ben's fix bad marketing habits about like, Gastric bypass surgery fixes bad eating habits. Hmm. It doesn't. Okay. I don't know enough about about that to know. I do. That's I have family that's had that done and yeah. they've changed not and I'm from Arkansas, man. I hear it's dangerous if you Arkansas don't change diet. eating habits. No, 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 no. It's dangerous. It just re-expands the new smaller tummy. Yeah. I guess <laughs> hey, you're only supposed to be able to eat a thimble full of this. Yeah. Why are you uh you know, get in the KFC bucket. Uh, tastes good. Because I'm skinny now. I'll eat more. Yeah. 
Well, I guess it was dangerous to eat it before too. And I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> but, but the idea is that's not the, the solution to the problem. You know, guys think let's throw up a bin and, and mm-hmm. that's the solution to the problem. If you don't do a good job of marketing the grain, you don't put in a bin. You're probably not going to do a great job marketing the grain you put in a bin. Yeah. Because there, there's absolutely zero uh, uh, deadlines and goalposts or anything. Yeah. It's just completely wide open. Whereas you go to the elevator, they're probably going to make you do something by some point in time. Or charge you enough. Yeah. When you got it in your own bin, baby, the world, I can do whatever I want for as long as I want. With great power comes great responsibility. You got to be disciplined with, with everything. No, that's that's right. I, I did read uh, on X the other day. Don't ever call it that again. <laughs> my wife is, a, I'll just side note right quick. My wife is offended by it. She says it looks like she I got be. like, uh, you know, like a, a porn app but on it's only one it's not three yeah well she because she's got the app too so she's like this looks bad I, don't, I can't put this on my phone anymore what if my kids see i'm like it's a letter for god's sake i don't know <laughs> i said you guys do algebra right i don't know <laughs> anyways so that's what i said but i was reading um about a guy he said uh he said man you know with all these dp fees and the crazy low basis and in some areas like Bean basis in South Arkansas is like a dollar under, which is crazy for them. You know, that's mm-hmm. like Dakota's type but numbers. The river. And uh, yeah, river's low. It's a it's a whole deal. But anyways, uh, he's all that said, he, he said, look, this doesn't get farmers to build bins. Nothing will. Build bins so you too can take advantage of terrible basis at harvest. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just so you don't have to sell it. You don't have to sell this low base. You put it in the bin. That'll show them. What's cheaper, though? What's cheaper, building a bin or forward contracting the stuff that you might have to buy out of? We just looked at an Excel spreadsheet this morning that somebody made about comparing it uh, and contrasting it. I didn't look too deep into it. Did you look at I hate spreadsheets. Absolutely (laughs) not. But he assumed a 3.7% interest rate, which yeah. is, might be a problem with no down payment on a bin. But I don't know. There could be USDA program. I know a lot of USDA bins got built. Was it like 14 or 15? Yeah, they were like, there. like 1% interest, 2% interest. Something. Used to, some of the bigger grain companies, you could do contracts with them and they'd build you a bin and mm-hmm. pay for your health insurance and all the that other right. awesome things that have nothing to do with just tell us how many options you'd like to sell, and we'll we'll tell you how much money we can give you. We'll contribute to your HSA. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, it feels good. We'll buy your kids hoverboards. Who cares? Man. You want a new blue tractor? Does money buy it? Because we can do that with with selling options and giving you all of the risk. We will retain a small percentage and give you all the cash, and you don't even have to open a futures account. We'll just give you free money. We'll just let you know if anything changes, old buddy. Just don't look at the market. <laughs> show up at show up this file. We're gonna put that on your uh contract. Yeah, a contract. Yeah, <laughs> two and a half dollars below the market. I but, did send an emoji for that, but you know, I hope your kids are enjoying their hoverboards or whatever. Where did I pull that out of? But anyways, it's a thing. Um, people love to be able to hold hold grain, hold hold assets man just hold it just keep it hold it's it just a, it's a need to have it. more words associated with yourself mm-hmm. ben i have i have been 
Mm. More bed now. And several kernels inside of it. I have contracts. People like, if you're going to have contracts, let's face it, just calling it for a contract does not sound great. It's just humdrum. No, mm. you need something better. You need the Freedom Fighter too. Mm. Yes. You can hold it. Put it in your filing cabinet if you want. That's great. <clears throat> and then you add some symbols, like pluses and exclamation mm. points. Yeah, pros. Pros. Get professionals involved. <laughs> because Lord knows you ain't one. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, little fact. We aren't either, but... <laughs> uh, great. Uh, was it? Two minds better than one. Or something like that. Um <laughs> You just enough of us together power the group uh we'll get this thing done and then we'll at least all be able to you know blame each other that's a, that's what it is it's all blame premium mm. that's yeah. a powerful force in our business yeah so who do we blame for missing out on the two bucks we could have had a few months ago well the government obviously yeah that's where you start that's where you finish this is all they're the alpha and omega of blame the government. Yeah, you know. And you pick out your least favorite politician on the other team, it's their fault more. Mm. If you think about it. Even if you don't think about it. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> but, but here we are. It's harvest time. It's great. Get the crop out. If you can sell and, and make money across the farm between your beans and your corns and Maybe your wheats and millets and whatever else you may have, depending on your latitude. Just do it and be done with it. Yeah. Your elevator guy will tell you the same thing. Sell it, be done with it. Well, he just wants my grain. Yeah, he does. It's in his bin now. Of course he wants it. What's wrong with that? What is wrong with the elevator wanting ownership of something in their own bin? Look, we all knew what's gonna happen. You came here, <laughs> you dumped your grain. I put it in my bin. What did you think was gonna happen? What did you think was gonna happen? You just want it. We've really? done it every year for however many years you've come Would here. Would you prefer that I didn't want your stuff? How does the world work? What are what are we doing? And, and I want you to come back next year and do it again. So I'm probably gonna not treat you unfairly. Oh, I, I like this is a good arrangement. We're figuring it out. You We're live doing, one mile from me. This works pretty good. For I'm gonna write you checks. You're gonna cash them. Just how big they are it depends on it's your call, and when you get them, you, you can get them in January. You can get them now, whatever. But they came here. You knew I was going to buy it. I knew I was going to buy it. So There's when, no surprises. Here. When are we going to do this? Let's just do this. It, you're selling this to me. Right? As soon as you dumped it here, we all knew you're selling this to me. <laughs> what are we? I mean, <laughs> this is crazy. So, anyways, it's a it's a kabuki theater. I think is the term. It, is, it plays out every year. It's yeah. great. Yeah. God bless humans. It's true. I just I, I'm learning new philosophies every day. New crazy things the human mind has devised, and then dogmen the the internet, which <laughs> is they've put the bastion of truth in our world. I'm telling you what they they got internet on computers now. Um. <laughs> anyways pocket computers i'm telling you and you wear there's on your all body. sorts of wild ideas um i just learned about what was it called anti-natalism anti-natalism that's right who uh 
people that think no one should be born, including animals or new AI robots. <laughs> I mean, it's, anything that can say ouch, right? Anything that can say ouch, or you look ugly in that shirt. <laughs> we definitely don't want them. Trees, they can keep being born. Robots, yeah. hell no. <laughs> Anyways, there's, there's lots of lots of good stuff. I, so I recommend, you know, look around, look, look for good podcasts. What the heck are you doing here? That's the real lesson here. There's good ones out there. I just listened to one on uh, Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, you can't talk about Bigfoot without talking about Dogman. I found out who's a related cousin, <laughs> interdimensional being, which I... I'm 100% sure that anyone that says interdimensional being has just given up on trying anymore because no one knows what that means, really. So anyways, it's, it's kind of like backwardation. <laughs> it's great. So anyways, so so as you all know, I, I'm a big fan of conspiracy theories. I, I don't really, I, I don't buy into any of them, but I just love hearing what the human mind can come up with. And it's uh, it's fascinating to me. And it's completely unproductive. Uh, so <laughs> I do enjoy that. <laughs> but Roger, you told me of a new uh, a, a new boogeyman that's out there that from where you're from. Oh, yeah. The Hyote. Yes. Please tell me more about this. Franklin County, Arkansas is where it dwells. Mm -hmm. North of the river, mind you. Of up course, in the hills. Obviously. And it's a creature. Supposedly part hyena because they're native to arkansas and part coyote and it walks on its hind legs hyena. and it just scares the bejesus out of people including the town drunk yeah so it walks on two legs even though uh neither hyena nor coyote walk that's on two where legs. it's evolved <laughs> it's a higher form of, of hyote uh hyote yeah and so supposedly i even have uh witnesses from family members who say they've seen it um you know, regardless of the validity of that, there was a whole run. This was 10, 12, no, 15, maybe 20. I don't know. I'm getting old. It was a long time ago. And the local town paper, which comes out every week, had a series of like four or five weeks doing stories in it. It was great. Wow. I assume it just coincided with the advent of online news services and the paper was dwindling. <laughs> but whatever reason, Hody was out there. Local I, liquor stores were posting it, saying, you know, wanted signs. If you see it, come in and we'll give you a free beer or whatever it was. You know, everybody was on the coyote train. So let me ask you, are there hyenas in, in, around there? There is a drive through safari in Crawford County. Okay, They have zonkeys and llamas. Uh, did you know? Ligers. Did you know that there is a difference between, hold on, let me get this right. A zonkey and a z-donk. Those are two different animals. Okay. Zonkey and a z-donk. Because of which one's the mother and yeah. father? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's like uh, ligers and there's another thing. But it's, it's not what you think it would be. High guns? <laughs> but, hey, maybe that's it. I don't know. Um. So, yeah. So, it's possible one got out from, you know, the... Turpentine Creek Animal Safari <laughs> drive through in Northwest Arkansas. And it's just breeding with because uh, they're bigger than coyotes. So they would obviously be the, you know, the breeder. Mm -hmm. So 
it's possible. I mean, weirder things have happened. Coyote, man. So this is this is exciting to to learn about. But I yeah, the the cross into making it a two legged animal. Like I yeah, I see labradoodles. I know how that works, but they don't stand uh, up more. Yep, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> that's truly wonderful. So, anyways, yeah, the, the human mind's a wonderful thing. So they can. Come up yeah. with 20 cent DP fees. There you go. Full circle. There you go. Oh, <laughs> gosh. All right. That's it. Let's go. We got to go. Uh, we got to date with some rice tacos or rice hot dogs. Today. Rice hot dogs. That's right. Uh, in in the spirit of representing the rice industry, which I do from time to time, I am promoting U.S. grown rice, which I'm sure this Rice will be U.S. grown. It's a Korean-based company, I believe. But anyway, Roger and I were out driving around yesterday, and we saw this place called Moki Nuts. We think is how you pronounce it. And they have I'm about to go find out. rice hot dogs and Moki Donuts, which is a rice flour-based donut and boba tea or something. Boba milk. I'm about to do some tagging of the rice folks on Twitter after this old deal. Anyways, so we're gonna promote the hell out of this. The rice thing is it's great. So it's all rice based rice, just like milk. rice milk. It's wonderful, including um, flaming hot Cheeto version. <laughs> Apparently, they had <laughs> picture in the window. So we're super excited. It'll be so good. So we'll let you know uh, how it goes. We'll report back next time we record. Check X. We'll probably X about it, as my wife as my wife is known to to say. So, anyways, until next time. All right. As always, thanks for downloading and listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with folks you know in the business. And if you'd like to reach out anytime about anything at all or have any show ideas, you can always find us on Twitter at Elevators Cut. Follow us there, tweet at us, DM us, and we'll always respond. Till next time, for Roger, I'm Jason. For Jason, I'm Roger. Thanks for listening to The Elevator's Cut. Oh!